Hey friends, happy Monday. I am Cambry and this is the Mia's Mom podcast. I am so excited because today I have a guest. You're probably super excited to hear somebody else's voice besides mine, but don't get too excited because the guest is my sister and we pretty much have the same voice. So welcome, Bethany. Hello. Hey, how are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm so excited to be here. Are you excited? This is your podcast debut, right? Yes, it is. It's very first one ever. Yes. This is so exciting. There's a lot of new stuff happening. So this is your first podcast. This is my first podcast to do with somebody else that I'm leading. A lot of new things happening here. (laughs) So thanks so much for being my first guest. I chose you for a couple of reasons. Number one, you're my sister, and I know that you'll be super patient with me as I figure this whole thing out. You have been super patient. Everybody listening, we have been trying to figure this out for probably like three separate nights or something. Also, you are a great mom, and I really look up to you, and also, you have some really cool stuff to share, so I'm excited that you're here. I'm so excited to be here. I know you super well, but for everybody listening, if you want to go ahead and introduce yourself and tell everybody a little bit about yourself. Okay. (laughs) I am Bethany. I am a mom to two little girls. I have Olive, who's going to be six next month, and Belle, who's two and a half. Um, I grew up in Arkansas, too. Obviously, I'm Cambry's sister, um, but now we live in Dallas, and we've been here for about nine months, and we are loving it. I'm a homeschool mom, so we do like a co-op, and I homeschool the girls at our house four days a week, and I'm loving it. I never thought that I would be a homeschool mom, but it's actually really fun, and really, I feel like I'm learning a lot, too, so that's really cool. And I would say, aside from that, my biggest hobby is vlogging. I have a YouTube channel, shameless plug, Forsyth Family Footage, if you want to check it out. And Disney, which, spoiler alert, is what I'm here to talk about today. So <laughs> I'm a big Disney adult nerd, all the things. Yeah, I'm so excited. So first, you mentioned Forsyth Family Footage on YouTube. What is it? What what? T- I know what it is, <laughs> but tell everybody what is it. What right. Is it? Right, so it is just a YouTube channel where I post uh, travel vlogs, a lot of travel vlogs. My husband, I totally left him out, but he is also a really big part of my life, obviously. Robert, aka Bob's, my husband, and then the girls and I, we go on a lot of trips together, so we post a lot of travel vlogs, and then we do a lot of, like, day-in-the-life stuff, too, just, like, stuff around Dallas, or, like, today, for example, we vlogged because it was St. Patrick's Day, and Larry the Leprechaun came. And so we had to vlog of that, course. obviously. <laughs> so it's yes. just like, yeah, just like little like slice of life kind of things just to kind of like, because we are kind of far away from a lot of our family and I want to like let them be able to keep up with what we're doing. And also I really want to look back on it because it's really fun to look back on stuff when the girls were smaller and had everybody tells me like, take video, take video. And so I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm taking all the video. <laughs> So that's what we're doing. Yeah, I love it so much because we haven't ever lived in the same place as adults. So we grew up together. Obviously, we're sisters, but I lived in New Orleans and y'all were in Arkansas for a really long time. And then, like you said, you moved to Dallas. I can't believe y'all have already been there nine months. It seems like y'all have been there longer, but also it's flown by really quick. Yeah, it really has. It'll be, yeah, it'll be a year in June. That's crazy. So when did you start? Forsyth family footage. Um, I got my little GoPro camera on for Christmas from uh, mom, our mom. Obviously, I was gonna say my mom, but <laughs> our mom. the mom, the original mom, mom. 
Yeah, mom and dad got us the, the OG. She got us, she got me a, can, a GoPro. That's what I asked for because I kind of had this idea that I wanted to start a vlog channel. Um, and so that was, my very first video was Christmas 2020. And then a few months after that, I kind of saw some of the limitations that the GoPro had. It's a really good camera and like I still use it for a lot of stuff, but I kind of upgraded. So I do have a little bit better quality camera now. And oh, yes, no, for sure. For sure. For sure. And then you kind of hit on this a little bit, but what are your favorite videos to make? So definitely Disney stuff, which I mean, I love just like going to Disney, but really anything where the girls are like surprised or like getting excited about like Nelson at Christmas we have our scout elf Nelson and Nelson is my favorite Christmas tradition that we do he comes to visit us every December and every morning we get up and found the girls so I did like this year I did like a little compilation where I did like like maybe like a few days like five days in a row of like us finding Nelson in the morning and that's really fun because it's fun to see the girls get excited about stuff oh my gosh I love it so much I love everything that you share but Christmas is obviously my favorite, and I do really love your Vlogmas stuff. The first year you did Vlogmas, you did every single day. That seems like so much work, but this year, like you said, you kind of put some more stuff together to make a little bit longer videos, and I love it. I love when they find Nelson. It's so much fun. Yeah. And we we got a scald elf this year, or this past year. His name is Pickle, so we got to tell Olive and Belle and y'all and you and Bobby where Pickle was every day. So that's so much fun. And then Pickle and Nelson got to meet at mom and dad's house. So that's true. I forgot together. about that. So, yeah. Forgot about that. They're resting now at the North Pole. They're on, they're off time. Yes. Yes. <laughs> exactly. So do you feel like you have always needed a creative outlet like Forsyth Family Footage or is that something that kind of just started, like you said, like trying to keep videos of your kids and stuff? Yeah, I feel like, I don't feel like I always have. I feel like I kind of always needed, like maybe needed it, but like didn't know that I needed it before. I'm trying to think of like other stuff that I've done before. I got really into those paint by number things that... Yes, that was during COVID, uh, right? I, I think it was like, or was that before like COVID? Both, like maybe a little bit before and then some after, but I, I did several okay. of them because it was when mom had her store was the first one that okay. I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I'm not Those super like artistic like you with like crafting and that kind of thing. I like to write, but I haven't really written in a long time. But yeah, I think really the girls are kind of what inspired me. And I used, I watch a lot of YouTube. So maybe like 10 years ago, I watched my first vlog and I was like, this is so weird. Like, what is this? Now I make them too. <laughs> Yeah, it's so fun and YouTube is so cool. Like podcasts, there's just like everything out there and anybody can create stuff and it's just like such a neat space to be able yeah. to create. Yeah, it's cool. Okay, so you started Forsyth Family Footage with vlogs. Then you mentioned briefly that you became more Disney loving. So yes. The last time that I went to Disney World was with you, and I was seven. <laughs> yes. What kind of re-sparked your interest in Disney? Okay, well, so it was in 2019 when we went on our first, like, family trip, like, as an adult. Bob's and I were actually going to go on our honeymoon there. Like, that's where we were planning on going. And I haven't that's been what back mom and dad since did. I was with you, yeah, to, to Disney World. But it didn't end up working out, and we ended up doing something else. But then in 2019, we went with Olive, and I just, like, fell in love. Like, I was just, like, I had so much fun. I was, like, the happiest, I feel like, that we had ever been. It was just, like, the best. And then we came home, <laughs> and I fell into the deepest 
depression like I was so depressed I was like I like th this sucks I hate it here I want to move to Orlando and everybody was telling me like if you move to Orlando you wouldn't even go there every day and I was like you know what I'm gonna show y'all I'm gonna do everything <laughs> there is to do in Little Rock I'm gonna go to the, we're gonna go to the zoo once a week we're gonna go to the children's museum like, like start doing all things and I had a great time the joke was on me because I had a great time <laughs> And I ended up like vlogging a lot of that stuff too, um, and like doing like making like little Instagram videos and stuff. But that's kind of like how it got started, and so now we go a lot. But we, I don't live there. I will one day. My dream is to be a cast member one day. Yes. But yeah. But so like kind of like all kind of came together with like the Disney and then like the the doing stuff because before that I was just like a bump on a log, like I never did anything or went anywhere kind of thing, and. I don't know, it's it just like really kind of pushed me out of the comfort zone. And I realized that I do like to get out and do things. Yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. You said that you fell in love with it. Do you think that you enjoyed seeing Olive having so much fun? Or do you oh, think sure. it, that it was all a combination of that with you kind of getting to be a kid again? Because for me, yeah. one of the coolest parts about being a parent so far is showing Jack all of the stuff that I was into as a kid and mm -hmm. seeing new stuff that you get to be a kid again. And it's just really fun. So I didn't know if that kind of played into it too. Again, I haven't yeah. been to Disney World since I was seven. I can't wait for you to go with Jack because it's like, it's all of that. Like, it's like, and all of the emotions, like I cry like so many times <laughs> because it's yes. just like so many things because like we did go as a ki kids, like a lot, like we, like we would on those family trips and so we have all those memory like those happy like memories with our family and now like we're getting to make up with Olive and like see everything again like through through a kid's eyes but also through hers eyes it's really fun and yeah it's really cool <laughs> oh it's the best I always I mean I know y'all but even I love watching other people have a good time doing stuff and I just love like watching your vlogs and whenever you send me stuff whenever y'all are at Disney I know that y'all just have the best time it's magic the most magical place on earth right isn't that the slogan yep mm -hmm. so how many times have y'all actually been to disney world as the force okay so we went in 2019 and then we no one went in 2020 obviously pretty much and then we went in 2021 and then 20, 2022 so we've been three times to disney world in the last four years yeah gotcha okay cool yeah. have y'all ever been to disneyland not yet but it's coming soon. <laughs> oh, how yeah, soon? We, we have a trip planned in April for Olive's birthday. So Yeah, wow. That's like super soon. Yeah, I'm really excited. That's so super there soon. will be vlogs coming soon and I've got some planning videos coming soon as well. So definitely oh, okay. like Disney stuff, getting ready. Okay. Okay. Cool. 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 Talking about Disney, what are what is everybody's favorite character? Bob's. Well. Bob's favorite character is Winnie the Pooh, like hands down. Wild card. I would have never guessed that. He loves, he told me, and there's a, there's a character meal in Magic Kingdom that you can do with Winnie the Pooh. It's at Crystal Palace. And he told me he wants to do it every time we go. He's like, I want to go there every time. I am dying. I had no idea. I had no clue. He, yeah. Big Winnie the Pooh fan, like all growing up. So still loves Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> Olive, I asked her the other day. I'm going to guess that Olive likes a villain. Okay. No. No. That's not okay. true. And actually, you know, I sent you today that like little video on Instagram about how Pete is coming to Disneyland. And I told yes. about all of that because she used to be a big Pete fan. And I was like, Jack has recently gotten into Pete. Oh, I love it. I love it. I know. So I was like, are you excited? Because we might see Pete. And she's like, well, I used to like, but oh. then when I realized how much he ruined everyone's day, I didn't like him so much. <laughs> 
he does. He runs everything. I was like, okay, fair enough. Well, um, but no, it go. is not a villain. She has she has two. Because um, her favorite princess, I think you know her favorite princess. Jasmine. And then her favorite character, because I, I asked her, because I knew I was going to be doing this podcast, and I thought, like, we, I should, I should, this is information I should know as a Disney mom. And she told right. me. <laughs> no, I was not expecting it. And I had to look up the name of it, actually, because I didn't know. Um, it's from The Princess and the Frog. It is Mama Odie's snake. <laughs> Juju. You know the snake that she uses as, like, her walking stick. I am rolling that is out of nowhere too but also she loves snakes so it's not like super surprising but it's just like a obscure character oh i love it i love and it and she'll t- she just tell me today she's like isn't that snake mama Odie's snake just so cute and i was like yeah it's so cute <laughs> and bella has two i because it could, it could go 50 50 either way um elsa or bezabella aka isabella from encanto of course so those are her two favorites Yes. And she loves to sing the songs and stuff, and she'll, like, act out the lines. Like, if you give her a line, for example, one that she did today is, you'll be like, you can still marry that big dumb hunk. Like, when Mirabelle says that to Isabel, and she goes, I don't want to marry him. I was doing it for the family. <laughs> very Belle is very much, she's, like, very in the princess stage. Olive went through this, too, but she's, like, wears princess dresses every day. Literally, every time I talk to y'all, she's in a princess dress, usually a frozen one. Yeah, she has her, she has, like, three frozen ones, and then she has an Isabella one. And I got her a new Isabella one, but she, um, she's not allowed to wear it till our trip. <laughs> oh, man. Um, and what about me, you? For my favorite character, oh, that's really hard. Um, I love Russell. From Up, I love uh, um, all the characters like Ellie, Russell, Carl, all the characters from Up, and then Little Mermaid's my favorite movie, like my favorite, like as a kid. I also really love Peppa from Encanto. I have a yes. special place in my heart for her. My mind went directly to Peppa Pig because Jack is obsessed with Peppa Pig, and I was like, that is not Disney. But That's yes, not the one. Peppa. What does she say? She says, "Think happy, clear skies, clear skies." Clear skies. Clear skies. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's so funny. Okay, so I thought this would be a good episode to have right now because people are starting to plan their summer vacations, and I know a lot of people that go to Disney in the summer. So if people are going to Disney this summer, what is an ideal time to have a vacation in Disney World? So probably not in the summer because most people are not like me and they don't thrive in the heat and humidity like I do. Because it gets, yeah, it gets really hot and really muggy. We usually go in September and it's still pretty nice. It's pretty nice. It's warm. Like it's hot um, in September. But yeah, if you go in the summer, you're, it's going to be really hot. And you're just going to want to make sure you take all those precautions like the cooling towels, the little portable fans that you can get on Amazon, you know, all of that stuff. And just make sure that you're taking breaks and hydrating because it's, it's intense. It's like a thing. <laughs> yeah. What about like lengthwise? Oh, okay. Do you think that a week is like a good max point? Like, do you think that shorter than a week is doable? Shorter than a week is definitely doable. For Disney World, I we usually do a park per day. We don't add on the park hopper just to save a little bit of money that way. And so that means we can only go to one park per day. There's four parks. So we want to have like at least one day for each park. And then we want to have a rest day. So I would say in the middle, somewhere in the middle where you don't go to a park and you just kind of chill and 
go to like restaurants and stuff shopping so I would say five days would be kind of my ideal I would love like seven or more yeah but (laughs) and then I I would say if you're doing if you're doing less than four you're gonna want a park hopper unless you're cool with missing out on a park and I'm not cool with missing out on a park so okay what is your favorite park like if you had to just pick one you only had time to go to one what what are you picking hot takes animal kingdom for sure I don't know this is totally foreign to me I don't know anything about this stuff besides from what I've seen on your vlogs but animal kingdom seems seems cool like a it's big zoo, beautiful maybe? yeah so yeah. it's like and it's like a rainforest like you're walking into like a whole just like it's like you're not even in a theme park anymore you're in like this beautiful lush rainforest for most i mean there's dino land usa which that feels like you're in a theme park but the rest of it feels like you're in like this beautiful like pandora is like a whole nother planet i know you're not a big avatar fan but you don't even no, really I'm need terrified. to be <laughs> I'm terrified of Avatar. But I'm telling you, I've never you, seen it. Flight of Passage is my favorite ride, like hands down. And the other Avatar ride, Navi River Journey, is also a really good one. There's the safari you can go on, which is going to be like a different experience every single time. You go, you're going to get a different guide that's telling you different animal facts, and you're going to be seeing different animals depending on the time of day that you're going. And then, like you said, it is like a big zoo. Like you can walk around and look at animals, and there are super knowledgeable caretakers that can answer your questions and stuff. And we love zoos, so. If people are thinking about going to Disney in the future, whether it's the summer, spring break, whenever, what are five things that you absolutely have to pack? Okay. So since it's Florida, no matter when when you go, you're going to want to think about that it's probably going to rain at some point while you're there. So you're going to want to bring rain gear. And what that means is ponchos, you can get those for like a dollar a piece on Amazon. If you buy them in the parks, you're going to pay a lot for them. But like if you want to bring like a small umbrella, you could do that. It's going to get you flagged at security. You'll have to like unpack your bag every time from personal experience, but you can do that. You definitely want to want to bring a stroller cover for uh, like your stroller and then maybe waterproof shoes like some Crocs or something that you can slip in your bag. I don't usually do that. I usually just tough it out in my like sneakers, but for like your feet's sake, you might want to bring some waterproof shoes. Yeah, that's smart. So that's the first one is just like all the rain gear. Sunscreen. You're definitely going to need sunscreen no matter what time you, when you go. I know this sounds kind of boring, but also if you're worried about packing space, you can Instacart some of these things or like Amazon Prime to your hotel room and then they'll just hold it at the front desk wherever you're staying and they'll even keep your stuff cold for you and then you can just grab it that way rather than having to pack. We do that with diapers, sunscreen, snacks, all that kind of stuff we always Instacart. That's crazy. I would have never thought to do that. And like we talked about before, some of those things to help you cool down, like the cooling towels, the the little fans, the little like sprayer fans. And you definitely want to take breaks indoors and get water. Also, back to your feet, you definitely want to bring moleskin. You can order like a big roll of it. And then I just like cut off, go ahead and cut off strips of it and stick them in my bag because you can use those just wherever you need them because you're probably going to get blisters. Super smart. And moleskin will save your feet. Okay, what about thrill rides? So my favorite thrill ride is Flight of Passage. And it's not really a thrill ride because it's a simulation. It's not something that's going like upside down. But you do feel like you're flying. You're straddling this bicycle type apparatus. (laughs) That is a banshee. You can like feel it breathing like between your legs 
while you're flying and it really feels like you are flying. It sounds crazy, but it's awesome. And it's the best, yeah. So Flight of Passage, Space Mountain was always my favorite thrill ride as a kid. Tower of Terror was my favorite thrill, one of my favorite thrill rides as a kid. It still holds up, hot take. I'm gonna say that that is my favorite ride in Hollywood Studios over Rise of Resistance, which that's like a super hot take because a lot of people will tout that Rise of Resistance is like the best ride ever created. It has like three ride systems, but I think Tower still just holds up for me. In my is that one, that, that's Star Wars? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, and it's like three parts. Like there's like a pre-show to it. And then there's like a ride where you actually get in like two different ride vehicles. It's like a 20 minute experience, but I still think oh, Tower's wow. better. Is Space Mountain still around? Yeah. Okay. It Splash is, I haven't written it as an adult. I was, that's why I said like it was my favorite as a kid. It's one of those that when we're in, um, it's in Magic Kingdom, and it just hasn't been something that we prioritize because the girls haven't been able to ride it. Whereas, like, Flight of Passage, it does have a height requirement, and we rider swapped it so that Bob's and I could ride it when the girls could gotcha. get it. So gotcha. I do okay, recommend cool. doing that because it's your vacation too, grown-ups. Oh, and for sure. Yeah, you should definitely ride the stuff you want to ride. In Epcot, they have a brand new coaster that we got to ride last time called Cosmic Rewind. And I'm not into like all of the, like, all of that like Marvel Avengers stuff. Like I don't know hardly anything about that, but that was one of the best coasters I've ever been on. It was really fun. Huh. Um, it's huh. indoors and they, that one does like different songs every time. So to give it like more rewritability, there's kind of a different experience every time you get on it. That's cool. That's in Epcot, you said? In Epcot. And then Expedition Everest in um, Animal Kingdom is a great coaster. It like launches you super fast and then you go through it in reverse. So that's super fun. You mentioned on a couple of those that there are height requirements. So younger girls or younger kids, I guess, can't ride that. Your girls can't ride some of that stuff. So what would you say five of your favorite family rides are? So Disney is really good. We've been to a lot of other theme parks. Well, not a lot, but Six Flags and Silver Dollar City and Disney's the best. I feel like at having the most family rides, every park is going to have rides that your kid can do and a lot of them. So I'll say that like as a disclaimer, but as some of my top ones, Kilimanjaro Safaris, as I mentioned earlier, is a great one because it's a different ride every time and you get to see all the animals. The last time we went on it, the giraffes gave us a really cool show. They were like running around chasing each other and that was really fun. I would recommend for that one, go at first thing in the morning. We always try to rope drop that one. That's a Disney term for those of you. In what, the does <laughs> what does so that mean? What does that mean? So when you enter the park, you, they'll kind of hold you like in a general like hub, like waiting area. And then you can shop and eat and stuff, but you can't like access the rides until it's actually actual rope drop. And the cast members will walk the rope back to keep people from like trampling each other, you know, <laughs> trying to like run oh to a rush. <laughs> so, but it's been something that's been around since opening day. And it's just like one of those things that they still do. Like they still gotcha. physically like walk the rope back. So that's kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. So that's, yeah, that's the one we always do because the animals are going to be more active in the mornings usually. They're also okay. active later in the day, like towards the end of the day, but that ride does close before all the other rides in Animal Kingdom, and Animal Kingdom is like the earliest closing park. So just to keep that in mind, you want to hit that ride sooner rather than later. Since it's one of the best, you want to make sure that you can do it. Yes, absolutely. So that one, um, also Navi River Journey at Animal Kingdom is a fun one. I know it's scary for you. But it's it's so peaceful. My only criticism of that ride 
is it's kind of short and if you wait a long time for it you might be disappointed like really was that it but if you're doing like a genie plus if you're using like the paid service and you're not waiting more than like 30 45 minutes for it it's a really fun ride for the family and then at magic kingdom i love pirates it's classic and still holds up and is super fun for the whole family it actually has a little drop in it at the beginning but there is no height requirement so everybody can ride it and then also i love haunted mansion that one maybe it might be a little scary we've always taken our girls on it when they're little and like we talk about it to them about how it's like silly scary and it's just for fun mm -hmm. you know and that kind of thing but I will say, if you have a kid who's sensitive, scared of the dark, um, scared of, like, just scary stuff, maybe look for ride-through videos on YouTube um, oh, just yeah, so that you can kind of, yeah, watch it through with them from, like, their point of view. And that way they'll know what to expect and they can have, like, more agency to make the decision so they're not yeah. traumatized like Olive was on oh, Fire yeah. in the <laughs> Fire in the Hole. Oh, man. Yeah, learn from my mistakes. <laughs> So those are some good ones. I mean, Magic Kingdom is pretty much full of like family rides. And Toy Story Mania is a really good one at Hollywood Studios. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, that's one thing that I'm really excited about when we finally get to go to Disney World. I wasn't super into Toy Story as a kid, I don't feel like. But as an adult, I think it's that just nostalgia and like what I was saying earlier with reliving being a kid through Jack. I think that that's why I love it so much. That's probably one of my favorite Disney movies right now like, oh yeah it's so good and I cry every time and the land is so good like you're gonna love it because it's so detailed and it's just like the the whole concept is it's Andy's backyard and he has like set up all these rides and his oh, mom okay. set up like a Woody's lunchbox and she's like serving grilled cheeses and tomato soup and then she has like I can't remember what it's called it's like grown-up drink like mom's grown-up drink or something is like the like the alcoholic beverage that they have. okay gotcha. super cute you know there's like yeah. Christmas lights yeah. strung up and it's it's fun and you're shrunk down to the size of a toy so that's like when you walk in like everything is is big because you're a little toy oh okay gotcha okay cool so one thing I am nervous about if and when we do go to Disney World, I have always loved riding rides growing up and stuff, but I haven't ridden rides in a really long time. And mom mentioned to me around the time that she turned 30, she started getting like motion sickness a lot. And I swear to you, this is so embarrassing, but <laughs> this is so embarrassing. When I swing with Jack, sometimes I will get motion sickness on the swing. And I'm no. like, I know, I'm going to have to like put a patch on like one of those motion sickness patches or something. But yeah, like, they have the, the if Dramamine, you, like the non-drowsy Dramamine too. You might I'm going to have to take it all. I'm going to have to do all the precautions. I do get more, um, I, spinning really messes with me. And I mean, I'm, yeah. I love like big, big rides and roller coasters and stuff, but spinning rides, they'll like give me a headache and yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah. So if you don't like rides or if you can't ride rides, what are some other things that you can do besides riding rides when you go to Disney World? Sure. There is a ton of stuff to do, <laughs> as you yeah. can imagine. One of my favorite things to do are the shows because that is what Disney is like based on is like the storytelling and the, the motion pictures, the animation, all the shows. So the whole concept of the park is that it is a show going on all the time and like there's the cat, the people who work there are cast members because they're on stage all the time. It's a show, but their actual like theatrical performances 
are so good. Like all of their live action, like the Beauty and the Beast. There's a Frozen one. Even some of like the little animated ones, like Philhar Magic. Are they're just they are top notch. And I think that even the littlest kid to like the like the oldest person in your party would enjoy the shows. So are those are those like free? Do you yes. have to like sign yeah, up? Yeah, it's for all those? included. Okay, everything is included okay. with your park. Team. Okay, there's gotcha. this app called the My Disney Experience app for Disney World, and then Disneyland has its own app, the Disneyland app. So you'll want to go ahead and download that before you go and try to figure out kind of like how everything works. That's because that's where you're going to make your reservations. That's where you're going to be able to check show times and set times for like characters. That was that going to be my next thing to do is meet characters. I okay. love characters. Yeah. <laughs> so I know some people. We had the little books growing up. Do, y'all, do they still have those like the little autograph books? Yes, the little- they do still have them. I, I don't have one. I wish I still had art from kids. I know. When we were kids. But, like, I remember I remember us being kids. And we were, like, so... We were just, like, so excited to get the autographs. Yes. Like, I remember not even really talking to them. Just, like, trying to see, like, how many autographs. Yes. <laughs> I have a vivid memory of going up to Pluto. Like, it's, like, burned in my brain of him, like, signing. He did, like, a little paw yes. print. And it said, like, Pluto. I, I can, like, vividly remember that happening. Yes. So cute. So I love meeting the characters. And there's a couple different ways you can do it. They kind of just roam around in Disneyland, um, but in Disney World, they have, it's a little bit more organized. They have like set times where you can go meet them at different places. Some of them will have lightning lanes where if you are doing the paid lightning lane service, then you can use those towards the meet and greets rather than just towards the rides. You can do that with some of the shows as well to get to get yourself you like get, a guaranteed seat. Do you pay for a certain amount of lightning passes and then you can use them on whatever? Right. No. So the way it works is you pay a certain fee and they've recently changed it to kind of like be like date-based pricing. So it's not the same every day. So I can't like say like it costs this much. Most of the rides in the park, the shows, the characters, all of that will be included they have, there are some rides that are excluded from it, like big ticket ride of the park usually. So for Epcot, that's going to be Guardians. For Hollywood Studios, that's going to be Rise of Resistance. For Animal Kingdom, it is Flight of Passage. For Magic Kingdom, it is Seven Doors Mine Train. So uh, for gotcha. those, you have okay. to pay like a, an additional fee. Gotcha. Okay. A- and you can do them like separately. You don't have to do both. So like, let's say you just want to ride Mine Train. You don't care about yeah, having Lightning Lane for anything else. You can just pay for that one and vice versa. But it's, it's it's just there's just like a lot that you need to know going into it. Yeah, so, I would not have yeah. thought of any of this stuff. Yeah, and it's not gonna honestly, it's you're not gonna have a fun time if you don't do some research. So like that's why I'm here. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> heck yeah. Planning videos, and I have a lot of I have people that I recommend who like do this like full time. Molly from Mammoth Club is one of my favorites. Disney Food Blog is another good one that have they have like real solid good information that you can research before you go. Okay, cool. I have started following some Disney people since you have become Disney obsessed. And mostly just because, like you mentioned, like with Molly, with Mammoth Club, you introduced me to their podcast and I love it. And I just kind of wanted to follow them and see more of what they do day to day. And a lot of the stuff that they post is food. And I know that food is like a huge thing in Disney. So if you had to pick just like five places to either like five restaurant type places or five like specific items okay. talking about food what would you pick okay so i'm gonna have to give different caveats because I, that's the thing is about, about disease like there's so many different options and there's different there's like something that would be good for everybody so first i'll give my favorite character meal Z. Okay. <laughs> 
meals. So, <laughs> so because we've done several character meals, like four or five different ones. Crystal Palace in Magic Kingdom with the Hundred Acre Wood Friends is a really good one. It's a buffet that was one of the better food. The, the, again, at the character meals, the food is not going to be something to write home about. You're really paying for the atmosphere and meeting the characters, but it was pretty good. And then also Tusker House. Tusker House is a little bit more for more of an adventurous palette. I don't know if it would be your favorite. It's like African inspired foods, but it's also, it's like with Mickey and friends and it's another really fun character meal. So those are my top two character meals for like a date night, like really good sit down, fancy schmancy restaurant. I would say Topolino's Terrace at the Riviera Resort. And one thing that's really cool about all of the resorts is you don't have to be staying there. And obviously you don't need a park ticket to go to any of the resorts. You can just go. You can take Disney transportation there to any of them. You um, you can park at Disney Springs for free and then take a bus. Or you, you I say that because you do need to have like a reservation, a dinner reservation, or be staying there to park or Uber there most of the time. Okay. They're not going to let you just park there. But you can go to any of them and just like, look around, check out the bars, the restaurants, all of that stuff. And Trattoria Al Forno is cool because you can, it has like a terrace up top. Like it's, the restaurant is at the very top of the resort. And up there you can see Epcot and Hollywood Studios. So you can watch the fireworks from up there too. So that's really cool. And the food is delicious. It's based off of Spanish and French Riviera. So they have like all the chefs, like all the top people, but it's like it's like legit good food there. Can kids go there? Can kids go yes. to that place? Yes. Or is it okay? I didn't know. You said it was like a date night and it sounded kind of fancy. So I didn't know. No, if it, was. it is fancy. The reason I laughed is because they have a character breakfast there for the morning. And when I booked it, I thought that it was a character meal that we were going to. And I had Olive wearing this like Minnie Mouse dress and Belle was wearing like a Tinkerbell dress. And it was like a big like poofy hoop dress. And we're just like coming up like, we're going to go meet Minnie Mouse. And yeah, it wasn't like that. But no, it was totally fine. They're real cool. And like it's everything. Kids are pretty much welcome everywhere. I think some of the bars might not let kids in. Most of the lounges do, but I'm, I'm thinking of this specific one at the Polynesian Trader Sam's, I think is like a little bit, it's more of like a grown up vibe. And I don't think gotcha. that kids can go in there, but um, pretty much everywhere it's going to be good. Speaking of lounges, my favorite lounge is Nomad Lounge in Animal Kingdom. They have the food okay. from Tiffin's, which is one of their like fancier restaurants in Animal Kingdom. So you can go to the okay. lounges without a reservation, and it's just like really cool vibes there. They have like a river that floats behind the restaurant, and they'll have character flotillas go by, so you can watch those while you enjoy your food and drink and it's just like a good place to relax and kind of get out of the crowds for a minute and then for like quick service my favorite quick service is Woody's Lunchbox like we were talking about earlier it's in Hollywood Studios they have really good grilled cheese and just like plain grilled cheese barbecue grilled cheese and tomato soup dippers and so it's just like a fan favorite we love to eat there the only thing is they have only outdoor seating and it's very limited so maybe try to go there after the sun goes down oh one more thing so yes. any quick service place like Woody's Lunchbox, you can put your, you can mobile order so you don't have to stand in line through the app, but you'll want to go ahead and put your order in right when you get there or as soon as you know when you're going to want to eat. You can go ahead and put your order in and just like make it for the time that you want. So let's say you get there at eight, but you want to eat at 12. You're going to want to go ahead and put your order in as soon as possible because those order windows will fill up. So you don't want it to be like 11.30 and you're putting in your order and there's not a pickup until 2. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay, cool. I had no idea you could do that either. That's really neat. Okay, so I know that you're Disney obsessed and you love everything, but 
if you had to pick just like a couple of things to skip out on, things that aren't really worth it, what would you say people could pass on? That's really hard for me because, again, everything is going to be worth it to somebody. But (laughs) the teacups. But if I had to, so I was saying earlier, one of the things that we skip out on is park hopper just because of the way that we do the way that we vacation. It is an additional $60 per person per day to park hop. So yeah, it is quite an expense and it's also going to take up some of your time because in Disney World, everything is really spread out. Park hopping is going to be at least a 30 minute to hour, hour and a half adventure depending on where you're going and you know like what's going on so just with all of that it makes more sense for us to just do the one part per day and if we need to take a break during the day and go somewhere like go back to the hotel you can always come back to that same park you know you're not like Mm. you're not like locked in till you leave but it just makes more sense for us to do one part per day in Disneyland the parks are so close that you can literally just walk from one to the other and it takes like five minutes so there, park hopping is a little bit more tempting. We're still not going to do it <laughs> because we gotcha. want to okay. save money. But I definitely could see like the allure of it more there than at Disney World. But for us, it just doesn't make, it, make sense. And then staying on property. Again, I'll say this one has like a lot of perks, especially depending on where you stay. Um, if you stay like on the monorail loop, you know, you have super fast, easy transportation to the Magic Kingdom. If you stay on the Skyliner loop, you have really fast, easy transportation to both Epcot and Hollywood Studios. But some of those value resorts, they only have the bus transportation and like use a bus system within the resort. So the bus is going to like multiple stops before within the resort before it's coming to get you before you go to the park. So it really so with the value resorts, you might end up wanting to take a ride share to, if you're going to want to try to get to rope drop or to your reservation in time or if you're tired at the end of the night. So it might end up that you don't even really use that complimentary transportation and it doesn't save you. And then you're just paying like an exorbitant amount of money to just pay stay at like a regular hotel where you could have stayed off property and saved a lot more money does that make sense gotcha so it is magical there are perks especially like depending on where you stay but a lot of times we don't stay on property we've only stayed on property once and it was for like half the stay that was really fun and we enjoyed it It was on it was at the polynesian but it was expensive So yeah, I remember that vlog. Yeah, it was so nice. It was so fun. And that's something that you can do too, though, a split stay. If you want to do like, and you can do it like split between two different Disney resorts and they'll like move your luggage for you and you don't have to like mess with that. The way that we did it was we stayed at the Polynesian for half and then we stayed at a Hilton for the other half. So we just checked out and like moved ourselves over and it was fine and fun. But that's one way to do it if you want to like kind of get the best of both worlds, but still save a little bit of money. Other things that we skip out on. I would say we don't have more than one sit down meal per day because that can cut into your time again it cuts in and it's expensive I mean everything's expensive there but the sit-down restaurants definitely add up and it's going to take between an hour maybe three hours depending on like where you're going and what you're doing so I would say plan for maybe one sit-down restaurant and then the rest of the day you can snack you can bring your own snacks that's totally fine you can you know bring stuff into the park or they have a lot of really good snacks there that's fun. Popcorn is a really good one because you can buy a popcorn bucket at the beginning of the week for like $12 and then get like the really cheap refills for the rest of the week. So we do that, we'll like always have popcorn and then whenever we pass by the stand, we'll just refill it 
and have the lid on it and that way whenever the girls need like a little snack in line or something we just pop up the popcorn bucket i love popcorn disney popcorn is on another level too as everything is and another thing so one thing to skip out on this kind of feels like a cop out a little bit but overbooking like don't over schedule yourself make sure that you leave plenty of time to get from one place to another and make sure that you leave time for breaks because if you don't you're gonna get real cranky and and you're not gonna have as much fun than if you would like really take time and schedule out those breaks even as an adult right oh absolutely yeah uh, even as an adult yeah no, that not not just if you're traveling with kids yeah and definitely like with your kids try as much as you can to stick to their schedules ours are really good about napping in strollers so the last two trips we've been on we haven't gone back to the hotel but if you need to go back to the hotel for an hour and get like get your nap in because that's gonna like save the whole rest of the day like do it like it's worth doing it then yeah. you know you know, you Having know. Having a meltdown. Oh, I know. I know all about it. Um, oh, I did think of one more thing that you need to skip out on always okay, at yeah. Disney World is that you never need to pay for water. Bottled water is like $5 and you can get it at any quick service restaurant. You can just walk right up to the pickup order window. You don't even need to stand in line like the mobile order pickup and just tell them that you would like cups of ice water and they'll give you as many as you want. Like they're like small cups. So I'll usually ask for like six or eight and like they'll give me a tray. And I'll just take them back to our table and we'll just enjoy them. We'll fill up our water bottles. But yeah, definitely don't pay for water. Do they have like little water fountains too around that you can't like little water bottle filling there stations? Are some. They have those here like on trails and stuff or like at the museum. I didn't know if they had those. Yeah. Yeah. They have some of those and they did, they were better about it during COVID. Like when they reopened after COVID, they had even more of them. But I haven't seen a ton. But yeah, you, you just walk right up to the counter, they'll. They're happy to give them to They'll you. give you. Yeah. And okay. so a lot of times they'll have them like sitting out already made up, like waiting for people. So. Okay. I have one more question. So I mentioned that I started following some of your favorite people who do Disney things. What are your favorite places or I guess where are your favorite places to shop for Disney merch? Or like I know that there's like a whole bunch of different kinds of Mickey ears that you can get from different places. So like where's your favorite place to get merch not at Disney? Sure. Yes. Because it's at there. It's really expensive, right? It's really expensive. Yeah. And I was going to say another pro tip is to buy your souvenirs ahead of time. Like at Walmart, like get your kids like the cuddlies that they're going to want. And then you can pull them out and be like, oh, look, Piglet's right here. Because it's $20 cheaper. That's so smart. Yeah. Then then buy. Buying it at the, but of course, you know, you're in the moment and they see something. Oh, yeah, you're gonna buy things, yeah, but yeah, but I'm so glad that you said that because, um, once upon a brawn, she's a vlogger. I actually started following her when she was doing her Disney college program like years ago, and she has a small shop. She started out doing stickers, she's an artist, started out doing stickers, kind of like you're an artist. Maybe that's why. <laughs> um, but anyways, that she is, she does like shirts and she just, she um, has like fanny packs that I have of hers. Um, she drops new stuff all the time and they're, uh, her designs are all super cute and original and fun. And then, She just dropped a necklace. Yeah, I just got it. It's not in yet, but I just yeah, ordered a necklace. It's really cute. And then let's see, Gingerbread Couture is a really, she does like really cute um, ears that are like they're real fluffy, like the ones that you see in the parks. The ears that I buy are like the ten dollar <laughs> ones on Amazon. They're not super cute. Like they'll do the trick, but like I'm not gonna. The, like the gingerbread couture ones, they are expensive. Like, 
like the ones in the park, they're like $30. But like if you have the money to spend and, you know, I've got to buy three of everything. So right. I can't be just dropping that much on ears, but they're super cute. Does she, is her, is her stuff like on a website? I know, I know about Once Upon a Brawn, but is, is she on Etsy? She's like, she's cr- obsessed with Christmas. And so that's why it's like gingerbread couture. She does like a lot of Christmas stuff. Oh, oh well, I need to follow her. I don't think I follow her, but I love Christmas. So yeah, gingerbreadcouture.com is hers. And then this, I got this cup from Baikai Studios. It's like all these cute uh-huh. little doodles. I know that, that we're is really podcast, cute. but it's like a yeti or like a well yeah we'll post the clip we're recording this so that hopefully we can show you some of it but yeah super cute of like a little coffee cup so those are probably I'm, I feel like I buy I buy from Bronwyn or Once Upon a Bron most more than anyone but those are my my top oh phase. show yep so do you think there's a thing as too much Disney or Mickey apparel Absolutely. I'm gonna say like 99 percent of your wardrobe is disney related i'm gonna oh, say 99 percent is t-shirt. once upon a prawn yes that's what i was thinking <laughs> oh, you know what though this is magic castle embroidery i forgot about them they they're another good one magic castle embroidery they do like embroidered this this is a peter pan shirt that i'm wearing right now cute i love about them they're, they have a, i have a ton of their stuff too <laughs> but yeah no there's absolutely never i knew that you were gonna say that but i was like well maybe i'll catch her off guard and she'll slip up Okay, and then the last thing I wanted to ask you, what do you think about the Stony Clover Disney collection? Do you think that it's worth the price or do you think, I don't know, I feel like, hey, Maddie Nelson was the first person to share like the Disney collection from Stony Clover and it's so cute. Do you own anything, Stony Clover? I don't. I've had my eye on that bag, the like white park bag that's got like the Mickey ears on it. It's just like a white... Uh-huh. You know what I'm talking about? And it's got, like, the, the band that has, like, the, the colorful ears. But it's so expensive that I just can't bring it And with it being white, I know that it'll get dirty. So Destroyed. Quickly. But I do yes. think that their stuff is super cute. I just It is so cute. Okay. Wow. So much information. Everybody listening, I'm going to write everything down in the show notes today so you can go back and reference it for anything that you need. If you're planning a Disney vacation, you can find out so much more by subscribing to Bethany's YouTube channel, Forsyth Family Footage, that we've mentioned a couple of times. What Disney stuff is currently on your channel? Okay. So let's see. I have playlists from our 2021 trip and 2022 trip. I've I've vlogged both of those. And I have like pack with me, a pack with me on there for the last trip. I also did like a doing Disney with small kids video that I think could be really helpful. Oh yeah. Yeah. Maybe you could link that. But also if you want to just like reach out and ask me questions, I would love to talk about it. If you want to just. Yeah, like, for sure. My Instagram, you can put my Instagram on there and if they want to message me, I love to talk to people. And cause I like, you know, just like finding out like, like little details that could help make your trip like more magical and stuff. That's super fun for me. Yeah. And then you have a lot more coming up. You said that y'all are fixing to go to Disneyland. So you've got some pack with me, like prepare with me that you said that are coming up. And then you're going to be vlogging that whole trip. The whole thing. Yep. And we're also going to the San Diego Zoo. So that'll be on there too. Oh, fun. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know that. It's going to be awesome. Yeah, I'm so excited. I can't wait. I'm living, we're living through y'all. Like since we don't really go on a lot of trips and stuff, we're just like, that's why I like watching the vlog so much. It's like we're there, but not really. (laughs) 
Well, thank you so much for coming on today. This was so much fun. You did a great job. And I plan on having you back on probably several times because you have a lot to share. And I also think that it would be really cool since y'all are fixing to go to Disneyland to do like a Disney World versus Disneyland and kind of compare them. I think that that would be fun. I just thought of that just now. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Is there anything else that you want to mention about yourself, Forsyth Family Footage or Disney before we sign off? I don't think so. Yeah, this was so much fun. Thank you for having me on. I would love yeah. to be back. And we've mentioned Forsyth Family Footage on here a couple of times, but where else can people find you? Do you um, want to share your Instagram? Yeah, you can share my Instagram. Is Bethany Forsyth forty four? I think is okay. Yeah, you gotcha. You are also the queen of reels over on Instagram. That is reels. like you post reels <laughs> like. I don't even know. And every time I come on Instagram, I see like a brand new reel from you and they make me laugh out loud, like roll on the floor laugh. They're so good. They're ridiculous. They're like, if They're you so want to laugh at me, please go watch my reels. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you guys, I hope that y'all have enjoyed today's episode. Please subscribe wherever you're listening and you can leave a review if you like what you're hearing. Today was super fun. I am Cambry, and as a reminder, I am a wife, a sister, a daughter, and a friend. I am so many things, but this podcast is me as mom. Thanks. <laughs>